0: Hello, and welcome back to the Cybersecurity Podcast from PwC UK. In this episode, we're going to discuss a topic we perhaps don't see covered as much as it should be. Operational technology, also known as OT. Many sectors where OT is prevalent are undergoing wide-scale digital transformations, all innovating and harnessing new technologies. However, increasing connectivity in OT environments ultimately exposes them to an increased attack surface. Today, we're going to cover what you need to know about OT security, how it differs from IT, and why it's a growing area of concern. We're also going to discuss how to build resilient operations, and also who is responsible for securing OT. I'm joined in our virtual studio by Kara Haffey, our UK industrial manufacturing leader, and Sean Sutton, a partner from our cybersecurity practice, and we're going to help you cover the basics. Kara, Sean, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, Abby, no problem. Happy to help.
0: Thanks, Abby. Good to be here. Now, Kara, I guess a good place to start would be to define what operational technology is for our listeners. What does this term encompass? I think it's
2: a it's a really interesting point because I think we in manufacturing have talked about operations. Everybody kind of understands what that term means, Abby. Um, But actually, we tend not to use the kind of phrase operational technology, but I've certainly heard it more and more recently. Um, So what does it mean to me? I suppose it means where you've got kind of operations happening, but those are done through a software or hardware system that works alongside that and controls and execute those processes on the shop floor. So an example for that for me would be CNC machines um and everything that we're using to produce monitor control processes in our manual operations um, but sean how does that relate to you know kind of operational um technology security and how does that link with operational tech
1: thanks car so ot security is is really an extension of it security uh, i'd like to say it's it's a new thing but actually it's as important, and it, it's been around for a long time, it's just now that companies are really starting to understand that as well as securing their IT infrastructure, their business and their enterprise infrastructure, it's equally as important to make sure that the operational technology environments are secure. Um, but that brings with it some additional challenges. And whilst the principles of cybersecurity are the same, you need to make sure you're patching systems where you can restrict access, make sure things are segregated as much as they can be, the implementation of those sorts of security controls can be quite a lot harder in in an operational technology environment. The other challenge that we see as well, actually, is that the responsibility for uh, ownership of the cyber problem as it relates to OT can actually vary quite a lot. And you can find that while some organisations it does sit with the chief information security officer or the chief information officer, often operational technology security sits with a whole host of other stakeholders across a business, whether that's a site director uh, or, or even um, a business supply chain owner. So part of the challenge that we see uh, is that organizations are struggling to understand perhaps who's got the responsibility for looking after OT cyber, let alone then how do we actually meet some of the difficulties and, and implement some of the security controls that, that we need to. It's a real challenge actually, but as we see society becoming increasingly digital, these systems really are getting opened up for attack.
2: Yeah, we certainly see that in manufacturing, Sean. Um, You know, I think if I think of what I sort of read about or how I feel as a consumer, it's about financial, you know, crime and looking at kind of how that plays through. But actually, then when I come into my industry role, I just don't think it's something that we have focused on enough in the security of our our operational technology. And I think um, if I think about how digital everything's going, so kind of I might um, working with clients on digitalization, um, you know, putting in robotic process automation or thinking about their cloud technology, you know, I still think that we are talking in in my sector about kind of the finance and, you know, security around, um, you know, laptops and systems, and maybe not so much yet about um, operational technology. And really, you know, where we should place the priority on that cybersecurity is actually where it would potentially hurt um, my clients the most, would be on the manufacturing floor and in the organizations. Um, So I do, I do fear that um, there are quite a lot of vulnerabilities there at the moment. But we are seeing people really um, look at this now. And really think about um, who's responsible for that and what can we do. Um, and in one of our recent surveys, um, 63% of firms are placing a really high priority on this now and looking at it hopefully over the next um, couple of years. Um, but maybe that's enough, Abu. We can um we can dive into to other parts.
0: No, thanks both. It's it's great for that real introduction on how many sectors are in- impacted by this and Kara, I'd like to dive deeper into manufacturing. Being from the threat intelligence team myself, what you mentioned particularly around transformation reflects really what we're seeing in the threat landscape. One significant threat we've seen emerge is posed by ransomware. In addition to encrypting business and operationally critical systems, these criminal threat actors are increasingly stealing their victims' data during an attack, and then threatening to expose it onto leak sites if the ransom demand is not met. We monitor these leak sites, and in 2020, we found that manufacturers were the most frequently targeted of all sectors, and there also appeared to be a shift towards disproportionately targeting industrial sectors. Sean, I know you have two noteworthy attacks that you've seen targeting operational technology. Can you please walk us through these?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I, it is. You're right. Unfortunately, something we're seeing in, uh, in, increasing in terms of its prevalence, uh, its sophistication. Uh, and I think ransomware is unfortunately becoming the probably the main theme um, behind a lot of the uh, the attacks that we see. So I think we just step back slightly and look at a kind of broader critical national infrastructure. What you would typically find is that the threat actors that will generally target uh, a country's critical national infrastructure, uh, are, are very well-abled um, nation states. Now clearly nation states aren't gonna have as much interest in lots of, of manufacturers, um, although in certain instances like aerospace, they, they obviously do take quite, quite a key interest in, in what some of those organizations are doing. But what we find is that as with a lot of other uh, threats and, and hacking techniques that the, the tools and the techniques over time become more accessible, the barrier to entry if you like becomes a little bit lower Um, What you'll find is that criminal gangs are then starting to pick up some of those capabilities um, and criminal gangs being motivated by profit, then see the manufacturing sector as as a sector they can really target with some of these, you know, quite sophisticated ransomware based attacks. So we're definitely seeing an increase in focus just generally across the the broader uh, industrial manufacturing sectors. A couple of examples, uh, obviously, without providing too many specific details. Uh, one of the organisations with whom we work um, did have a ransomware attack on on one of their industrial control systems, um, and actually, what they had to do as part of the the initial triage was they had to shut down the production and distribution um, of some of the the, the um, processes within that site. Now, that had quite a big knock-on uh, effect to some of their downstream customers. I mean, the immediate impact just from dealing with that event, and and uh, when I say just the immediate impact, I mean the actual. Uh, triage of uh, investigation into uh, and clean up following Um, there was a significant cost it was over 50 million Um, but in terms of the downstream knock-on implication for their customers you know that that as a business cost was was much much broader Um, the other um, the other example um, that I'd point out uh, sort of similar um, although this was actually a little bit more sophisticated targeted um, some robotic systems that were used in uh, in a global manufacturer, um, and and the attack was so significant that this particular manufacturer had to turn off their global production for two days whilst they dealt with the incident. And that, I mean, the the cost of that significant, um, very huge uh, implication for the organisation. Um, but unfortunately, these are the types of things that we are seeing happen more often. Uh, you know, the impact of forced shutdown on an assembly line, I'm sure, is. Certainly, nothing that any production manager or facility owner would like to see. Um, but unfortunately, it is what happens if, if a cyber breach occurs.
0: Thanks for walking us through those, Sean. It, although ransomware is prevalent in all sectors currently, it sounds like attacks against manufacturing and OT have the the real potential to result in critical operational and business ramifications. And Kara. Could you go into more detail about some of the other impacts of these attacks for organisations, um, especially during these times when supply chains are already under so much pressure? How badly can cyber attacks affect manufacturers?
2: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Abby. We've we've just been through you know the period of um, COVID-19 where you know already the resilience of supply chains for for our clients was tested. So, you know, I think we're sort of sitting from the point of view of, you know, if you're looking at your supply chain at the minute, you're, you've are you been thinking about the physical resilience of it, where you're getting supply. Um, so, you know, I think we've had the historic thoughts and implications of these attacks being, you know, on the financial, you know, getting people to pay money over or, you know, fraudulently sending emails and kind of getting, getting financial um, ransoms like that. I think, you know, therefore... It, where you extend this in manufacturing and maybe some of the things that people don't think about is the downtime and the productivity issues as well as the supply chain and for the business itself. But then also for how supply chains are so linked in this industry. So I think about just in time and, you know, actually you've got a huge ecosystem of um, manufacturing around an assembly plant or a, a manufacturing operation. And those are now very linked through systems. Um, so whilst you may be thinking of your own um, borders um, around the, your business and your operation, actually, there are some you know, huge vulnerabilities through the supply chain and the third parties, particularly where that's all um, so linked and so kind of just in time. Um, you know, if that supply chain starts to fail, then obviously very, very quickly, the ramifications are there. And I think as Sean touched on, you know, Unfortunately, I've been in this, I've been privileged to be in my role leading this industry um for PwC in the UK for a while now. We used to talk about these things as if they were possible. And unfortunately, you know, Sean and my other cybersecurity colleagues are now seeing this in the, you know, in assembly line shut for two days. You know, this is something we used to talk about and unfortunately it's now happening. Um, but Sean, I suppose there's wider than that. We've seen the kind of reputational and, and other things which are just huge. I suppose I'll pass to you for some of those type of examples.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you're right. You've got the immediate cost of, of clear up after the breach. Uh, you know, potentially you've got the ransomware uh, You know, to, to pay or not pay depending on you know, kind of on what your, uh, your decision process is around that. Um, you know, but actually it's the it's the broad implication of the reputational damage. Um, certainly if you've had customers or, or suppliers you know or, or businesses that you supply to impacted you know they they might well look at you know what their own business resilience might might require in terms of changing suppliers so i think the reputational impact that can arise from a cyber attack is is really quite broad um you know we're, we're seeing certainly in, in in industries now looking at the supply chain security a lot more closely um, very simple examples in automotive Uh, German Automotives um, have put together and and are are backing a a TSAC's um, uh, Automotive Supply Chain Security Standard. So what they're expecting their suppliers to do now in terms of meeting a higher bar of security, you know, clearly is all about them being able to protect their own business and their own brand. So it's got broader ramifications than just the immediate um, cost of of addressing the cyber attack itself. It's, uh, It's certainly a broader issue that businesses need to consider in the round.
0: Thanks both for delving into these, especially the longer term implications of an attack, especially ransomware to circle back to Sean's point. To to help our listeners, how can organizations protect themselves? What actionable steps can they take to tackle their cybersecurity concerns?
1: So I think a great starting point really is just to understand what assets you've got, you know, where are those OT assets? How are they connected to your infrastructure? How are they connected maybe to your IT enterprise networks? You know, how are, how are people uh, remote to your business may be able to access the environment? So understand the assets, understand the threats, understand the vulnerabilities, you know, really plan and, and build out your knowledge of, of what that threat profile looks like for your organization. You know, perform the risk assessment, really understand you know how are you going to uh, address some of the threats and the risks that you've identified you now make sure that you do that on an ongoing basis as well it's not just a, a one-off activity unfortunately the cyber threat changes all the time so you need to keep revisiting uh, your estate understanding what the changes are how that might change your your threat landscape um, you know and then plan out your remediation activities and some of those things can focus on basics um, you know making sure you've got good patching uh, in place where you can make sure you've got mitigating controls for perhaps systems that you can't patch, um, you know. And then there's a whole host of other things that you can do to build layers of security into and around your operational technology environment. Um, but it's really important as well to make sure you don't you don't miss the understanding of the culture and the some of the challenges we see actually is it's it's a little bit more about hearts and minds than it is isn't necessarily just the technology change. So. Making sure you've got a good, clear governance structure in place, making sure that people understand their roles and responsibilities is equally as important as making sure you've got some really solid security controls in the environment.
0: Completely agree on your final point around culture and responsibility and and especially talking around whose role cybersecurity is. This is actually a recurring theme we've picked up on during early episodes of our podcast cybersecurity is a company-wide challenge and it really needs to be driven into all parts of an organization. Thank you, Sean and Kara, for joining us and for that great discussion on the importance of operational technology security and how it's really impacting the manufacturing sector. For more on how you can tackle OT security issues, visit our website at pwc.co.uk forward slash OT security. And don't forget to subscribe to receive future episodes. See you next time.